Welcome to the Perth County Podcast, the podcast dedicated to providing you with the insights, tools, and best practices to help your business prosper in Perth County. Today, I had the chance to connect with our Provincial Member of Parliament for Perth County, Randy Pettipiece. Randy has been the MPP for Perth Wellington since 2011. He serves as Parliamentary Assistant to the Minister of Agriculture, Food, and Rural Affairs, and Randy resides in Listowel with his wife, Jane. Hi, Randy. Welcome to the show. Oh, thanks very much for having me. So to start us off, why don't you just tell us a little bit about your role as our MPP in Perth County, and then maybe a bit about your role as the Parliamentary Assistant to the Minister of Agriculture, Food, and Rural Affairs. Yeah, well, my role as an MPP is certainly to, to represent the people of this riding. They're the people that uh, get me elected. Uh, three times I've been elected uh, so far, so it's been quite an honor to serve the people of, uh, of Perth Wellington. Certainly, this is a, a diverse riding. Uh, we have uh, agriculture is certainly the, the biggest part of our riding as far as GDP, if I can put it that way. Uh, although we have car industries, uh, which is a big part of our riding. Certainly a Stratford Festival, our tourism industry is huge. And uh, I, I'm very proud to uh, represent this riding. It, it, it's a great place to be, a great place to live in, in, in Ontario. In your role as the parliamentary assistant, you must touch upon a lot of different things as a parliamentary assistant for the Minister of Agriculture. Um, what sorts of things do you find yourself involved in as part of that role? Well, certainly it's something that I was very pleased to uh, be appointed to by my cabinet uh, in this role because I've uh, I've lived on a farm pretty much all my life. Uh, I live in Listville now, but I didn't actively farm for for some of those years. We rented the farmers rented out, and, and I worked with my wife in a decorating business. But uh, agriculture has always been a part of my life. Uh, growing up in Essex County and then moving here up to Perth County in uh, 1967, I guess it was when Dad bought the dairy farm. But anyways, uh, so I was pleased to get the role. My uh, Work includes uh, supporting the growth of Ontario's agri-food sector, providing business support for farmers, trying to ensure the sustainability of agriculture through research and innovation, certainly expand uh, agriculture in the north is something we're very interested in, try to um, help enforce and improve food safety and strengthen Ontario's rural communities. That's uh, quite a few points there, uh, but I had the opportunity to travel around the province going to different writings and, and talking with people that are in the agricultural business. My part of it is I'm a PA for rural affairs. So I talk a lot about internet connectivity we need in rural Ontario, which is so important anymore to do business. And, that we, and I'm very pleased to see that we've made a few announcements in the last couple of days to put some more money towards this. The federal government is that they're going to jump in too, so which is very helpful. Uh, and we're getting these things done. And also, uh, I try to help my uh, colleagues in the city who are from the GTA or some of the bigger centers who don't really understand or know a lot about agriculture, try to give them some sense of what, who we are and what we do for the province. Agriculture, I, I believe, some say it has passed the car industry as the biggest industry in Ontario, or we're close anyway. So uh, that is how important this business is. And if they look around the ridings in the GTA, it's very surprising to see how many businesses connected to agriculture there is in their writings. People that you know, make cookies and, and pastries and, and things like that. So, And there, a lot of times you're not aware of that. I, I really try to stress the importance of, of agriculture and, and what it does for the province and uh, 
before the people of Ontario. I know you've got a few initiatives on the go at the ministry, particularly as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic, one of which is the uh, Ag and Food Jobs Portal. I'm wondering if you can tell us more about that. Well, I'm co-chairing a committee right now that um, is a, a subcommittee of that of that committee and working with a number of leaders around Ontario, processing industry, food and processing industry. And we're, we're having meetings uh, to get their viewpoint on how we can not only improve the industry, but get it out of this COVID-19 crisis that they're in. Uh, we've had a number of challenges uh, since this started, since the state of emergency was, was uh, declared back in, well, about three months ago now, it's uh, been quite a while. Uh, so there's been a number of challenges that we're trying to work through. And certainly the, uh, I've always been one that, uh, to let the experts talk and we will listen. They know their industries far better than I do. And so they've come up with some pretty good suggestions as to where they think they can uh, improve the supply chain. Uh, certainly they're going to have to, uh, there's going to be changes in the workforce in the way they work in some of our factories. If we continue on with social distancing, which is going to be something that may, uh, may happen uh, in, in some of their production lines, and also the supply of raw product to, to our processing industries uh, uh, has had, had a few challenges uh, because of this. Besides looking at how they're going to operate post-COVID, uh, they're also trying to put a plan together that if it ever happens again, that they have a plan in place that we don't see things such as empty food shelves in their grocery stores. So it's, it's been quite interesting so far, and these people are uh, very well uh, uh, versed in their own industries and been very open as to how they see things going forward. Yeah, so that's quite a number of different points you touched upon. I understand there are some uh, initiatives around provincially inspected dairy plants as well as abattoir. Um, can you tell us some more about that? We've had a, a backlog of, uh, of animals uh, in our in the province pre-COVID and in, in the COVID actually uh, made it worse because we did have some plant closures where our animals couldn't be processed. The beef industry and the hog industry is what I'm mostly talking about. We've put some money towards modernizing the provincial plants uh, so they can help modernize their plants. Uh, the inspection end of it, uh, we're working with the federal government to, to help with the backlog of animals to be processed, that the uh, provincial inspectors can work with the federal inspectors to, to help with this backlog. So that's a couple of things we've been doing. As far as the dairy industry goes, they've been going along pretty good. I mean, we, we did go through a phase of dumping some milk, but that wasn't because we had an oversupply. That was because some of the product couldn't be moved uh, because of basically the restaurant industry shutting down, uh, which has had a quite an effect on, on, on agriculture. I have a cheese plant in the riding that uh, sales are down 60% over this. Because a lot of their product went to that type of industry. So... Um, we're trying to get the inspectors around as much as we can and, and working as much as they can in order to keep the uh, food supply going. But uh, it, it's smoothed out now pretty good, I think. And we're not noticing uh, things in the grocery stores as, as we saw a month or so ago or two months. So I think they've, they've got the situation in hand. And certainly they're looking forward to this economy opening up again so that we can get rid of some of the product that's in storage right now. Of course. And I think there have been some initiatives around labor for farm and ag-related businesses, uh, connecting people with the jobs that are available in, in local agriculture. Can you give us some information about that as well? 
we, we created this website to uh, let people know about the jobs in agriculture. And these are jobs uh, not only for, for labor, like intensive labor, uh, uh, you know, uh, cutting asparagus or, or pecking stones or, or stuff like that. It also has jobs openings for, for university graduates uh, and, and, and things like that. People don't realize the amount of, of uh, opportunity available in agriculture. The University of Guelph has, I believe, is four jobs for every graduate out of the agriculture program right now. And, and that's been going on for a couple of years. And I think we need to, um, to get, our, uh, get working with our school boards and the parents of, of these, uh, especially the parents of uh, children in high school age and even sooner, to let them know that they have the opportunities that are in agriculture and how they can be a part of that. Uh, these are very good paying jobs. Uh, you may be aware of the robotics industry involved in the dairy industry now and, and, and others. Uh, well, they need people to fix those things. Um, and so they've had issues with that. We've, and tractors are, are running on GPS. Uh, so uh, I, you know, I can buy the tractor and I can drive the tractor, but I can't fix the thing anymore. Mm -hmm. So uh, like we used to years ago. So there's all kinds of opportunities out there. And, uh, and we will, uh, and this is something that I think we need to do a better job of getting that information out to, uh, to the population. So Randy, what's the website that we can send people for the ag food jobs? Yeah, it's Ontario.ca backslash ag food jobs. Uh, that's the website that's up. Uh, we have with Homafra and, uh, and certainly I would ask people to have a look at it and, and see if they can pick up something of, of their interest. That's great. And we'll make sure that uh, website ends up in the notes for this show so people know where to go. Is there any other information you think is important for our business community, particularly in agriculture, to know at this time during uh, the pandemic as, as we look to, to recover? There, there's a lot of government programs, both federally and provincially, that have been announced. And, and I, can't, I haven't got them all memorized. And, and there's a, a huge list. And, and you can go on my website at petapiece.ca that will have a list of all, all these things. Uh, Ontario's backslash coronavirus.ca has a listing of a lot of them. You can go to OMAP and OMAP and get that too. And the federal uh, member, John Nader, also has the programs listed on there on his website. So that information is all out there. My staff uh, is working every day. They monitor the phone calls and, and emails coming in. And that's a big part of, of our day is, is, is getting back to people who need information. So this information is there. It's getting simpler to understand because I think that when this first started, there was a lot of confusion as with some of the places that people would go to and they weren't getting the answers they needed. But the government has simplified a lot of these things and, and given and the answers a little bit more straightforward than it used to be. So uh, I, you know, keep in contact with us. Another thing we're looking for, especially with this new committee I'm on, we don't have a, a corner on great ideas. And there are people out there that, you know, may be thinking of, of something that may help us through this, but certainly help us in the future. And we're always looking for those types of things and we'll never turn them down. This committee is, is a subcommittee of cabinet, the cabinet committee. So we have direct access to the cabinet and any, any ideas that our constituents want us to forward on, we will certainly do that. And so that uh, they can be a part of the solutions and certainly uh, try to smooth things out. This is an unprecedented time. It's been a hundred years ago since something has happened. And I'm talking about the Spanish flu. We need to uh, 
address the situation as it stands right now, but we also we have to look towards the future. And I think the future is bright, certainly in agriculture, with the job opportunities and, and all that type of thing. We are known as a world-class agriculture industry. Food is safe. We grow over 200 different items in this province. I, I didn't realize that, but if you add them all up, it's over 200 items that we grow in this province. So it's very diverse, and uh, we can certainly uh, be more of a world, world leader on food production. Absolutely. So we'll point people in the direction of your website to reach out to you if they have any great ideas to uh, spark some more innovation in the agriculture industry. I'll end this just on a lighthearted note. We like to ask all of our guests what some of their favorite things are about Perth County. Do you have anything in particular, Randy, that you'd like to share that's a favorite thing about Perth County? Well, I, I say the people, because, and I really mean that. The, uh, when I first got elected, it was by a very slim margin. There was only 200 votes when I first was elected. And a lot of people didn't know me, but I've been treated very well. Uh, even those that uh, didn't support me and maybe still don't support me now, always treated me with respect and, and, and come to me with the problems and we try to sort things out. So I try to be, a, one thing about being an MPP is after the election, you're the MPP for everybody, not just the people voting for you. So uh, people have been great to me here. But I think Perth County, is fortunate in, in where it is. We generally have good weather for our crops. People are friendly. Uh, there is, before this happened, there was so many opportunities to work both in agriculture and in industry. I think you may know there's, 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 there's factories with signs up all over the place, and that goes from one end of the right and the other. There's, there's opportunities here for, for any kind of worker, workers that um, are doing working on line right up to uh, PhD. So uh, I think op the opportunity part of it is, is, is something that's quite rewarding about this area. And certainly the tourism industry is huge, and I think we all enjoy going to either the Stratford Festival or other, other uh, venues to watch a, a play once in a while. So uh, we're very fortunate about it, and uh, it's a great part of the world. Really. That's great. We'd agree. Well, thank you so much for your time, Randy. Appreciate you taking the time to be on the show. You're quite welcome, and I, I want to thank you for, for all you do. And certainly municipal officials in both the cities and our municipalities have worked hard during this time, really did their best, I believe, and not only worked through this time, but looking forward to, to better times. Thanks so much. All right, Sarah, thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. The information on how to reach today's guest is available in the episode notes. If you found this information helpful, please consider sharing and make sure you subscribe to our podcast to stay up to date with all the latest. You can find more information on our website at perthcounty.ca and by searching for Perth County on social media. To reach us, send an email to ecdev at perthcounty.ca. That's E-C-D-E-V at perthcounty.ca.